Welcome to the Choose Again podcast. My name is Lydia Bachmeyer. I am a mindset expert, spiritual business mentor, an ex-corporate leader turned entrepreneur and stay-at-home mom. My obsession is helping ambitious entrepreneurs achieve what they once thought was impossible. If you're looking to build an authentic, aligned, and abundant life in business, then you are exactly where you're meant to be. My goal with this podcast is to provide you with resources, tools, strategies, inspiration, and motivation to help you up-level your mindset and empower you to go after and achieve everything you want. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of development, helping keep you on track with your goals as you get closer to your dream life and reminding you that in each moment you have the power, the opportunity to choose again. You are more powerful than you realize, but keep listening and soon you'll know it to be true. Thank you so much for hitting that play button today and let's get into it. Confession. I actually have a potty mouth. Um, My reason for choosing to watch my language for my podcast and for most of my other content isn't because I care what people think of me using swear words. It's just simply because I have children. And I have found that with many podcasts I absolutely love, you know, there's so many amazing podcasts out there and things that I used to listen to very consistently for inspiration. But I found so often that I was using headphones all the time because having my phone on speaker, there was just a lot of language that I didn't want my children to hear repetitively. And I really want my podcast to be an option for individuals who prefer less of that language. And if you want to listen to this around children, you're safe to do so. It's not that I'm uptight or that I I know my kids are going to hear swear words. It's just about the amount that they hear it. They've heard them come from my mouth. I'm in no way sitting up on a high horse when I'm just being a little more selective in my content, but that is the intention behind it. If you've hung out with me in real life or (laughs) you know me, I do use swear words, but I still believe you can show up as your authentic self 100% in content that you're creating online and just be mindful of it. I just believe in being mindful. So that's it. I'm not really filtering my message in any other way, just for the intention to filter as many swear words out as possible. Um, Just in case anyone wants to listen to this with their kids, that's what it's all about. This episode is a topic that is very important for everyone. This is about how to stop caring about what people think. My secret to just giving less Fs as I'm going to (laughs) choose to speak today for purposes of filtering my language a little bit. So one of the biggest secrets to caring less, right, is to really embrace the fact that you may always have to work on this since the human mind is wired for survival and we have this primal desire to fit in in some capacity to avoid social humiliation, right? 
And in order to reject this instinct, it takes some inner work, right? Think about back when we were less evolved years and years and years ago. Cavemen, like you literally might be eaten by a bear if you were not in the crowd. If you were a loner out by yourself, you couldn't defend yourself. So our brains just still have that instinct. We don't need that anymore. We are safe without being accepted, but we still do not want to be humiliated. We still have this desire, this need, this feeling that we need to fit in in some way. Right. And think about it too. Like think about maybe a time where you've gone to go for a job interview somewhere. I've definitely experienced this before in the past when I was trying to get hired at certain places and you would go in and kind of realize like there's sort of this culture, right? Every business has a culture within it. Every company does, but you can sense it sometimes even when you're interviewing and you can kind of feel like, Mm, wow, I don't fit in here, right? I don't fit in. I'm not going to get the job. Like I'm going to be stuck where I am or I'm not, you know, whatever it is. If you don't fit in, in the culture of a company, sometimes you might not get hired. You might not get promoted. It's just the way that it goes. The culture impacts, like that's that social piece of it where you feel like you need to fit in for survival, for success. But it's just not, true, especially in entrepreneurship. And just especially if you're like really caring about living an authentic life, whatever it is, we need to reject this instinct. We need to remember that we might have to work on this for a while, depending on where you are. It might be hard in the beginning. Think of it kind of like a muscle that you will build up. So the more you practice removing a need for outside validation, the easier it will get. And like I said, in order for you to lead an authentic life or to build a business that is true to your values and what matters most to you, this is a skill you need to develop. Because if you don't, you're going to question yourself as you go along or you're going to look to your coaches or your mentors or other people you're going to find yourself trying to fit into a box, be some cookie cutter business just to get that validation and feel that kind of social proof that you're doing things right. And you don't need that. You don't always need that. So what I want to do with this episode is just walk you through some of the things that you can do to start reframing beliefs to open your mind to new ways of thinking about others and their opinions of you. We are all so unique. We really are. I I mean, okay, think of your own family, for example, right? You and a sibling, for instance, if you have one, you've grown up in the same household with the same parents, but you haven't experienced the exact same life, right? Everyone is born on a, you're born at a different time on a different day, right? You don't know what it's like to grow up exactly like your sibling, but pretty close because you have maybe the same parents, but maybe you're older or maybe you're younger. And I mean, think about how being the older sibling 
can impact your life. Think about friends that you have, or maybe you're a single child or friends that you have who grew up as a single child. Their experience of life is so very different. It is so much different than someone who grew up with a sibling or multiple. That's just one small aspect of life is your family dynamic impacting the way you grow up. We know race does too, right? I am white and have been very heavily, more heavily studying my white privilege over the past four years, but it's something I started examining in college. And my model of the world as a white person will be very different from anyone else who has a different color skin than I do, just based off of that, right? And where I grew up, I grew up in the Pacific Northwest. Growing up there as a white person is different than growing up as a white person in Texas, right? So even these small, simple things, they're all so different. We're all so unique. We are all so very, very unique in so many ways. So it's important to keep that in mind that whenever you are trying to guess what someone else is thinking or feeling, it's just guessing, right? It's just you making something up about someone else and taking your model of the world and trying to fit it onto someone else. But our model of the world is not the only one that exists. Definitely not. Everyone's is so different. This is like our map and how we make sense of things. But everybody has their own map, right? And one of the things that we talk about in NLP is how the map is not the territory. And what this means is think about this, right? So I live in Alaska, so I'm going to use Alaska as an example. Let's say you have a map on your phone. You pull up Google Maps of Alaska and you're looking at it and you're like, whoa, dang, I didn't know how big Alaska actually is. Oh, and look, it's not floating out in the ocean like some people think. right? So let's say you're looking at a map of Alaska on your phone right now. So is that Alaska though? No, it's not. It's just the map. So the way that you see the world is not the world. It's just your map. It's not the territory. It's not actually physically the place. So it's, that's really something to continue to remind yourself all the time. And when we're thinking about other people's opinions, we have no idea really what their map looks like. No idea. And anytime that we're trying to guess it or we're trying to make ourselves act or be a certain way because we think it's going to be better for someone or someone else might like us more or we might get their approval or they might you know, think differently about us. Like we are just hallucinating that and making that up. It's completely fabricated by us and not real at all. It's 100% based off of our map and not theirs. Yes. So because of that, if you, now you accept that belief and you take that and realize, okay, my map is mine. Theirs is theirs. It's so different. I'll never know it. Think about how chasing the approval of someone else or everyone else is an impossible task. 
right? There is no possible way that every single person is going to like you. I wonder if maybe you've ever seen that the man and the wife and the donkey cartoon. There's four different, this is one of my favorites ever. There's four different pictures here. And one is the man and the wife both riding the donkey. And there's two other people looking at them and they're saying, oh, wow, how mean to that donkey. Like what a heavy weight for that donkey. Those people are terrible. And then in the next picture, it's just the woman riding the donkey and the man walking. And the other people watching them are like, wow, look at him, like not smart enough to ride the donkey with her, you know? And then the next one is him riding it and her walking and they're saying, wow, he's so rude. He's not letting her ride the donkey, you know, something like that. And then the last one is them just both walking. No one's riding the donkey. And the people watching are saying, wow, they're stupid. They don't even know how to use a donkey, right? They don't know how to utilize a donkey. So that is such a great cartoon for when you're sitting there trying to please everyone or even just one person, not even if it's everyone. Like no one is, there's no way everyone is going to approve of what you're doing ever. There is no possible way. There will always be someone who doesn't like you. And the sooner that you can accept that and really just release the need for it to be everyone, the happier you're going to be. I know that I've said this before. I say it a lot. So if you've heard me say it before, I'm going to remind you again right now that it's okay to not be for everyone. It's okay. And it is safe. You are safe repelling some people, right? It's the quality of the relationships, of the friends, of the family, of the clients and the customers. It's the quality that matters more than the quantity. And living a life where you're going around seeking validation and acceptance and approval and you know, compliments and all of those things from everyone. That's just, it's just never going to happen. You're never going to get it from everybody. So I want to give you a few things to think about the next time you feel yourself desiring the approval of a certain individual whatever it might be, if it's a work thing, if it's a family member, if it's a friend of yours, if it's a mentor or someone you look up to, and if you're, you find yourself needing their validation or you feel like you really want their approval of something, I want you to pause and ask yourself, why? Why this person? Who is this person to me? What is our relationship? Does this person have my best interest at heart? Does this person desire for me to live my best, biggest, brightest life? And what evidence do I have to support this? What does this person give to me? What do I give to them? How do we benefit each other's lives? How do they make me feel? 
how do I make them feel? How is that a reflection of themselves and what I'm mirroring back to them about their inner self? Right? So ask yourself those types of questions when you find yourself really just feeling like you need someone to approve of you or show their affection or, you know, validate you and kind of look around too, for what, what are the triggers? What is it around you that is causing you to desire this? What's the situation in your life? Like what's hard? What are you working on? What goal do you have right now? What is it that you're working towards? And take note of those triggers and you might be able to find patterns over time and really realize like, wow, every time I'm launching something new, I all of a sudden feel super insecure and I need everyone in my life to pay attention to me and give me all the compliments, whatever it might be for you. Pay attention. What are the triggers? What are you finding is coming up in a pattern for you? Because here's the other thing. This is one of my favorites. It's from Dr. Seuss, I believe. It's those who mind don't matter and those who matter don't mind. This goes back to the quality of people, the quality of people. It's no fun living your life trying to chase something that is just not possible. And I don't say that a lot. I do not say that a lot. I believe in chasing big, crazy, unrealistic dreams, but it's not a dream to have to be liked by everyone. It's just not something that is possible. We are all so unique and so different. And the more that you can love yourself and appreciate who you are and how you're different and the the things about you that other people don't like those things about you that trigger other people and make other people uncomfortable. Can you love those things about yourself? You can, you can. And those are some of the things, the reasons why those things make other people uncomfortable is because it makes them look at themselves and see the things that maybe they're insecure about. And it really has nothing to do with you and everything to do with them. So love those things about you as long as they're doing no harm to anyone, right? Maybe you're just a, you know, really pretty confident at something in your life. And whenever you lean into that, other people feel bad about themselves a little bit. That's not on you. It's on them, right? With time, they might see that. They might come around. So don't dull yourself down. Don't try to prevent yourself from shining because your sparkle can't take away from anyone else. You know, everybody, there's space for all of us. And the other thing, one of my friends just told me the other day, this reminder that was so spot on, I had to share it with this is it's, there's never a crowd on the leading edge. So as someone who is an entrepreneur as someone putting themselves out there, doing these things that most people aren't doing, right? All of this stuff that is scary and is so terrifying to normal people, air quotes, right? There's never going to be a bunch of people doing that stuff or trying these things or putting themselves out there, being different, you know, being 
out there with their spirituality or sharing these things that seem crazy and weird to regular people, there's never going to be a lot of people doing that, right? There's never a crowd on the leading edge. And that's why there's leaders, right? And you are a leader. You are a lioness. You are not a sheep. You are out there different. You were made to be different. So lean into it. Be on that leading edge. Yes. Yes. I'm so passionate about this topic and building an authentic life is really fused into everything that I create. Every program of mine is about empowering you to do what's best for you and your family and your business. And it's about really owning who you are and who you're becoming. You cannot become your best self, your next level self, If you're worrying about what others think, if you're seeking validation outside of yourself, you are the only one who needs to be validating anything for yourself. So if you find yourself worrying about something that you're doing, just ask yourself, is this harming anyone? And if the answer is no, it's not harming anybody else. It's truly not. Ask yourself, does it make you happy? Do you feel empowered? Does it light you up? Then just keep doing it. If that answer is yes, you're not harming anybody and you love it and you are happy and you feel aligned, then it is meant for you and keep on with it. (sighs) Yeah, I, I love you. I'm sending you all the love. And I want you to know if you have been listening to this and if you have been watching some of my videos you know that I have created an amazing program right now to help you get in front of the camera so if you are someone like me like I was two years ago and you are wanting to start an online business or maybe you have started one recently and you are getting yourself in front of the camera you're starting to get on video and get comfortable talking and you're really ready to start creating some content that is you just full of confidence and that just is magnetic for your ideal customers and clients. I'm going to put a link in the show notes for my newest program, Fierce on Camera. Go check it out. It is amazing. It is one of a kind. There's nothing else like this. And you know, it's fused with so much mindset work and so many incredible ways that you will not only really just shift your beliefs, but build a strategy that is aligned with who you are and that will help you be 100% authentic in all of the video marketing that you create. So I'm so excited about this program and I hope that you will check it out and that I will see you in there because I would love to serve you with this. If you're not already following me on TikTok or Instagram, make sure you find me. I am at Lydia Bachmeyer. I will link some of my links down in the show notes. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. And you just keep being you, your brightest, most beautiful, most genuine, authentic self.